sets his weapon to stun and walks into the canyon. Dark clouds gather overhead. Now for anyone who has not been on a desert planet, dark clouds means a desert storm. And that's bad news. The storm and the wind erupted like a volcano, blasting along the canyon walls with great ferocity. Parts of the canyon collapsed! and large boulders hurled past our staggering hero. A lightning bolt grazed Space Monkey's backside and sent him flying deep into one of the caves. Another bolt of lightning struck the cave entrance, trapping the doomed simian within. Space Monkey wearily stood up. He reached into his survival bag and pulled out a shine globe. Light broke through the darkness. And yet, on the very wall in front of him was the dark shadowed phantom from earlier. He passed along the wall and left a message. It read, Night is day, and day is night. As soon as Space Monkey read it, the door knocking started again. This was too unsettling for him. Space Monkey quickly moved to another part of the cave. Not, not running away, of course, no. <laughs> Our brave hero would never do that. He just, he just wanted to, uh, explore a little. Yeah, do a little exploring. In fact, maybe if he found Jim Bob, he could explain what was going on. Yeah, maybe. Space Monkey soon discovered that his underground prison was never-ending. It had so many spacious and cold tunnels, and they were all so very deep. They must have been philosophy majors. Anyways, Space Monkey found a cozy nook, lit a fire, cooked some food, and started planning his escape. But suddenly, the sinister shadow returned, slowly passing along one of the firelighted walls. In its wake, oh, a third message appeared, saying, Sight is blindness, and blindness is sight. An evil laughter filled the air, and the shadow disappeared. The sound of door knocking was everywhere. Space Monkey's body tensed up like a vegan in a meat locker. In great panic, he reached for his space gun. The holster was empty, all lost in the storm. Now, he looked towards the fire and froze. Everything was quiet. The shadow was now sitting across from him. Glowing red eyes emerged. The dark shadow moved through the fire and placed itself in front of Space Monkey. It then stepped aside. There before our troubled warrior was a wooden door. There was no knocking now. Rather, the door was being ripped off its hinges. Something from the other side desperately wanted in. The phantasm towered over Space Monkey and pointed sternly at the door handle. Space Monkey's body unfroze. He grasped the handle. Soon the door would be open. Just then, a commotion stirred in one of the tunnels. A bright light approached, 
a barrage of small, cuddly creatures piled into the cavern. Their ginormous eyes shone brilliantly in the firelight. They had huge ears and tiny mouths. Upon seeing the tree emblem that many of them wore, the phantasm immediately disappeared. The trance was broken! With the monster gone, many of these little guys started dancing and celebrating. Space monkeys! <laughs> oh, he, he, couldn't, he couldn't stop laughing at the silly creatures. They looked like really big marmosets. Some were dressed in brown ropes with white cords around their waist. A rather fat and jolly one spoke up. He said, My name is Chabachi. You be our friend? You be one of us? Space monkey nodded his head in agreement. The group erupted into cheers. And then Chabachi picked up a rock and knocked Space Monkey out. Cold. After what seemed an eternity, Space Monkey woke up to a throbbing migraine, almost as painful as talking to your woke relatives about politics. Our hero quietly glanced around. He was now in some sort of dreary castle or temple. He was shackled and being dragged down a colossal stone hallway by two armored-clad marmoset creatures. An ornate golden door opened at the end of the hall. Space Monkey was brought into a warm, fire-lighted chamber. It was reminiscent of a throne room, the kind found on Jinthor, or perhaps even long-forgotten Earth. A council awaited Space Monkey. On the right hand was the group of brown robed creatures, and they were led by Chabachi, the one who, as you know, knocked Space Monkey out with a rock. On the left was a group of individuals who looked stern as deep space itself. They wore white capes with an image of a tree inked in red. Between the two groups, a noble-looking marmoset rose from his seat and said, I am Barukai, and we are the mighty sheep of Chibuku. What do you want? Why you cause trouble? <laughs> I'm Space Monkey. I- I'm sorry. I-, I didn't know I caused trouble. The white capes gave Space Monkey smug and judgmental glares. They began to whisper, never taking their eyes off Space Monkey. The leader of the white capes stepped forward. He was short and ugly, and he wore big round glasses like a cranky old owl. This was Jansenor. He said, You let Urgrand's spirit into cave because you are alone, and you read his message with no protection. You always open door and let him warp you. This very bad. I'm sorry, I, I didn't know. Chubchi interrupted. You see, Barukai? He a good guy. He no mean harm. We only knock him out to protect him from evil spirit coming back. He not a good guy. He come with no friends. He all alone. This mean he friend of Urgrand. Well, actually, my friend... Chubchi interrupted. No, he not a friend of Urgrand. You, friend of Urgrand! Everyone gasped and looked shocked. Somebody in the background fainted. Hachi, this serious. You can prove this? If being alone means you a friend of Urgrand, then Jansenor is a friend of Urgrand because he have no friends. I have money. I have servants. That's close enough. All the brown robes started <laughs> snorting and snickering, <laughs> and even some of the white capes as well. Jasmine <laughs> turned bright red. If this stinky monkey 
no friend of Urkron, then why he try to open wooden door? Everyone immediately turned to Space Monkey, who just shrugged his shoulders and looked at the ground. I don't understand what's going on. You see, my friend... Barakai interrupted Space Monkey. You see a door? Yeah. You put hand on door? Yeah. You want to open the door? Space Monkey paused. Murmuring began to stir. The white capes quickly jabbered at Barakai, repeatedly pointing at Space Monkey. The brown robes were looking nervous. The guards tightened their grip. Space Monkey took a deep breath and said, No! The brown robes were overjoyed. The white capes rolled their eyes in disbelief. See, I tell you he's not bad. He's not a friend of Wurgrand. Jansmore flared his nostrils and shouted, Chop Chin Eye! This stranger no good! Jansenor then ran over to Chupchi and shoved him. Chupchi almost started crying and then shoved Jansenor back even harder. At this point, all hell broke loose. Both groups started shouting, pushing one another. Pictures, chairs, and punches flew all about. Rikai palmed his face. Without looking up, he motioned for Space Monkey to be removed and dealt with later. The guards slowly took him away. Space Monkey screamed out, Please! I'm looking for my friend Jim Bob! I have reason to believe he's somewhere on this planet! Everyone stopped. Barakai looked up. You know Jimmy's? Do I? Do I know him? <laughs> he's practically my brother! Do you know where he's at? The eyes of all were now on Barakai. He thoughtfully rubbed his chin, sizing Space Monkey up and down. Space Monkey wondered, how did these creatures know Jim Bob? What sort of fate awaited our hero? What will Space Monkey do next? Tune in next time for another exciting adventure of Space Monkey! Space Monkey! Space Monkey! Space Monkey! Space Monkey! Space Monkey!